More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. There is some good news. We are starting to win. And those on the left are starting to be exposed for their hypocrisy. Insert one of the biggest news stories that is almost impossible to find anywhere on the web right now. It is a story about Dr. Pierre Corey, who has now come out saying that he has treated 200 members of Congress with ivermectin. That's right. Podcaster Joe Rogan who became famous by the left trying to attack him for actually taking ivermectin, which is not primarily used as a horse to warmer. That is a lie. It's primarily used in human beings. And part of the reason why people think that they are saying no to ivermectin is because it is a generic drug now, and it costs you pennies to take because anyone can make it. Well, that's not good for Big Pharma, right? Well, podcaster Joe Rogan... And Michael Malice actually discussed last week why the corporate press continues to dismiss doctors and the way that doctors can treat COVID-19 aside from vaccination. This is important. The reason why I say it's important is because everybody needs to understand that there is big money here and there's money that people don't want, uh, they want to make sure they get their hands on, Right vaccines, big money. Government pays for it, meaning you pay for it, taxpayers pay for it, you go get vaccinated, bam. Is that part of the reason why so many are trashing anything else that could possibly help treat you with COVID-19? I would argue yes. Ivermectin's not the first. Hydroxychloroquine, remember that? You couldn't even write the word on social media. And, And they said that Donald Trump was trying to kill you when he talked about hydroxychloroquine, remember that? Even though it was being used all over the world to help with the treatment of COVID-19, they're like, it's extreme, it's experimental, these people are crazy, they're loony. Well, you wonder how many members of Congress have taken it? Apparently, 200 Congress people have been treated with ivermectin for COVID. Yeah, take a listen. No, the ex-exposing of mainstream media, that's one thing that I'm very happy about. Don't call them mainstream because they're not mainstream. 
Right, this this show is more mainstream. Yes, than it's the corporate press. It's more mainstream by a factor of ten. Of course, which is pretty crazy. But it's also funny how they will do everything in their power to make you seem like you should be dismissed and not taken seriously. Right. Yeah, but it's not working. No, that, that's what's fascinating. But this this framing of uh, like ivermectin as horse medicine was I, I'm in, in in some ways I'm really happy that they did it to me because they could have you done have the it. audience. Yeah, blast back. Did you see that supercut? Yes. Uh, of, of yes. Just one after another, them laughing yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. It's, uh, but also, the, this is what's interesting. They kept saying that ivermectin, first of all, it's like you c called your dealer. You had it prescribed, right? Yeah. So when they say it's not approved, it's not like you are using your own judgment. You're using the judgment of a medical professional, which is what they've been yelling for a year and a half. Listen to the experts. Well, not only that, I listed off a laundry list of medications, and that's the one they focused on. Right. I said I took monoclonal antibodies. I said I took prednisone. I said I took z -Pak. I said I had IV infusions of NAD and of vitamins, and I also took ivermectin. I mean, it should be no surprise. I had Dr. Pierre Corey who is one of the doctors from the frontline uh, critical COVID care group that has been treating people, including, by the way, 200 congresspeople have been treated with ivermectin for COVID. Did you know that? I did not. But, but let's, let's go back there. Did you hear that? Now, you would think that the media would cover this, right? So if congresspeople, and this, this goes back to the carve-out, okay? And let me just take you backwards for a second. Remember when... The, then Congress had a carve-out. Remember that? Remember when Congress said, you have to have Obamacare, but we don't. We get to keep our private insurance. We actually get to keep our doctor. We actually get to keep our plan. We actually get to keep our, our health insurance through Congress. It's better than what we're demanding and mandating that you have. Okay, that, that's, that's the reality, just so you know. That is the reality of the situation. Straight up, that is the reality of the situation. These same scumbags in Congress that are telling you that you have to, number one, uh, vaccinate your children. They're not going to be able to go to school. Number two, they're telling you you don't have a say-so in this. Number three, they're saying you should lose your job if you don't get it. And they're the ones doing the vaccine mandates. Apparently, 200 of them, based on what this doctor said, have actually been treated with what the liberals say, horse dewormers, right? That's what they say, horse dewormers, yes. The, you, horse dewormers, that's it. So why are they getting treated with it if it's, if, if, if it's something that doctors are now saying, you know, we refuse, our pharmacists are saying we refuse to fill the prescriptions for? Just asking for, you know, hundreds of millions of Americans. Just curious. I'm just wondering. I'm just asking. I think it's an important thing to ask. I think it's an important conversation that we should be having I, I i'm just wondering what changed here again listen again to joe rogan and michael malice discussing this by the way 200 congressmen have been treated with ivermectin for covid to pierre corey who is one of the doctors from the frontline uh, critical covid care group that has been treating people including by the way 200 congresspeople have been treated with ivermectin for COVID. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Holy crap. Google that. 200. I believe you could probably find it in Dr. Pierre Corey's uh, Twitter page. Yeah. Be before there were vaccines, this was a common treatment, an off-label treatment for COVID. Now- Let me just pause here. I want to read you the original tweet from Dr. Peter Corey, MD. Fun fact. 
between 100 and 200 United States Congress members, plus many of their staffers and family members with COVID, were treated by a colleague over the past 15 months with ivermectin and the IMAS Plus protocol at FLOCC.net. None have gone to the hospital. Just saying. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because if this is what he's putting out there and he's saying, just so you know, not just not just hundreds of Congress people. This is a physician, an American critical care physician who gained attention because he's been telling the truth during the COVID-19 pandemic for advocating for widespread label of use of certain drugs as treatment for COVID-19 because he wants to save lives. Public enemy number one. Yeah, this is the guy. Public enemy number one. He is a frontline COVID-19 critical care alliance prevention and treatment protocols for COVID-19 at FLCCC Alliance. Math plus, he says, hospital treatment protocol for COVID-19. I, mask plus, prevention and early outpatient treatment protocols for COVID-19. And then I, recovery, management protocols for long-haul COVID-19 syndrome. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. He is an ICU and lung doctor. 
teacher, researcher, co-developer of effective, efficient, enterprise-based COVID RX protocols with the giants of FLCCC. And this is a guy that is out there saying, just so you know, and here's his last tweet, another sign the world has gone completely mad. Yes, let's give sick COVID patients placebo for the 35th time despite Mexico's IVM program finding 76% less hospitalizations. Referring to ivermectin. 88% less mortality rate. What's he responding to? Clinical trials of ivermectin to seek recruitment of 1,464 participants in the Philippines starting next month. And his point is, why are we giving some people placebo and letting them die when we know that the numbers are very clear that ivermectin is very effective at helping you not die when you get COVID? I go back to what he said about Congress and the point he's making about Congress. Just so you know, they're taking it. Just so you know, they're taking it. Their staff's taking it. Their family's taking it. Their friends are taking it. I know the people treating these members of Congress, and they've been taking ivermectin. 100 to 200 of them have been taking it, and then them plus their families and their friends, but they don't want you to take it. Pre-planned horse pace animal drug cut. Conflating PR campaign by the FDA and the CDC was massive. He also is now accusing. You want to know how bad it is? Merck. Market cap up $20 billion since their press release. $700 billion in the next two to three years. Why? Because a poor little six-cent ivermectin and the entire blanking world. He said they're going to cry again because they're doing everything they can to make sure that a cheap drug is not used. Follow the money. Follow the money. I'll give you an example of how much money is involved here. Another example. Forbes has a very interesting article, and every one of you should go read it. I'm going to give you part of it. Anti-COVID drugs are coming, but at what cost? A debate is raging over the cost of drugs in the United States around the world. For at least 3 billion people in India and China, drug costs are determined by the manufacturing price plus a modest market profit for suppliers and pharmaceutical wholesalers and retailers. Not so in the more regulated markets of North America and Europe. One example I have described in detail is the cost of a two-drug, three-month therapy for hepatitis C, which is about $80,000 in the United States of America and $45, yes, no zeros missing, in Egypt and India. If that costs the government of Egypt, until recently, the country with the highest price per capita burden of chronic hepatitis C eliminated the disease from the entire population in less than a year. Meanwhile, many hepatitis C patients in, in the U.S. continue to suffer from this life-threatening disease as a consequence of the high cost of the treatment, which in the U.S. is 80 grand. Now comes the hope for what might be life-saving treatment for COVID-19. New antiviral drugs combined with vaccines, keyword combined with vaccines, these drugs have the potential to end the pandemic. Well, hold on a second. Could there possibly be a drug out there that could end the pandemic as well? Just asking for, I don't know, hundreds of millions of Americans. The hope is that upon exposure, popping a pill for several days will either prevent infection altogether once vaccine protection has waned or in those infected prevent disease. Merck has come up with the first of what will be a mini flood of such drugs over the next several years. The next question is, at what cost? 
My own investigation, multiple India suppliers put some manufacturing costs of the raw material for this new drug, the active pharmaceutical ingredient API, at about $2.50 a treatment. That means the total price per treatment in the non-regulated markets will be no more than $20. Factoring in the cost of manufacturing the pill and a modest profit for all the intermediaries between the manufacturer and the patient. This is 35 times less than the Merck government price, which is about $700. Big difference. Big money, folks. I'm just saying, not, not even follow the money. Just watch the money. Maybe that's a better way of putting this. Because we do need to watch the money. We need to see who's making all this money off of, one, obsessing over only certain things, and, and two, totally trashing and attacking, including doctors that say, we think we have other ways to treat COVID-19. The companies will undoubtedly argue that their price covers the cost of discovery and development. That without extraordinary profit margins of 95% or greater, there would be no incentive to develop new drugs. The only problem is the drug being used in this latest pill was discovered at a U.S. university supported by federal research dollars. And the plan is for it to be purchased by federal funds, at least initially. So let's make a reasonable cost projection. Follow the money. Watch the money. Listen to this. Treating 100 million Americans over the next two to three years with a $700 drug would cost taxpayers $700 billion. No big deal. Just $700 billion, folks. Billion here, billion there. You're finally getting some money. But only $2 billion at $20, which begs the question whether we will once again price gouge our citizens while depriving them of life-saving medications to control a pandemic that has ravaged our lives, jobs, and our economy while other countries benefit from our investments, plural. Beyond the action costs of the drugs themselves, one dangerous toll we may be forced to pay for is the use of this drug is the creation of more viral variants. For example, what we have now to actually deal with SARS-CoV-2 itself is a literal shape shifter stopping viral replication through a process called lethal mutagenesis. And if I botch that word, I apologize. First, the drug tricks SARS-CoV-2 into using it to replicate. Then once the replication process is underway, it inserts errors in the virus's genetic code. The drug assumes two forms, one which closely resembles U and the other which represents C. Now, I'm giving you a lot of medical information here. And again, I'm giving it to you because the point is that they understand now how to get mutations and how to do different things to COVID that is another option to help fight it. But the problem is when you do this, it doesn't make people a lot of money. Yes, that's one of the problems. So now we go back to this. The possibility is we'll just go for new drugs to ward off the most serious symptoms of COVID-19. And we'll do it because the financial costs are going to be great, giant, massive, billions of dollars, possibly trillions of dollars by the time this thing is all over. We've already spent trillions with stimulus and other things just because of this. So go back to the byline. Anti-COVID drugs are coming, but at what cost? Follow the money. I go back to Dr. Corey, MD. The pre-planned horse pace animal drug conflating PR campaign by the FDA and the CDC was massive, right? Call it a horse dewormer 
and say it's usually used for horses when that's not true. It's actually overwhelmingly used in millions and millions and millions of Americans. There are not millions and millions and millions of horses that are on this drug. It's impossible to say that horses are using it more than humans. It's a lie. It's a PR campaign by the FDA, the CDC, Dr. Fauci, and by Big Pharma to do everything it can to make sure that people don't start using this damn thing. Go back to Merck. The market cap is up $20 billion since their press release on the horse to warmers. $700 billion, they believe, in the next two to three years. You've got a $0.06 cent per pill ivermectin cost. And the entire world is losing their blanking mind. Why? Because they hate it. Let's go back to Congress just for one moment here. You go back to Congress and the point that he was making. Frontline COVID critical care, breaking scandal, fact, between 100 and 200 members of Congress and their families and staffers have been treated with ivermectin and our iMasked Plus protocol for COVID, no hospitalizations. Not one of them reported that to the people. Save themselves and stay silent as ivermectin was torched by the media. Why was it torched? Because they needed to torch it at all costs. They had to torch it at all, at all costs. You can't not torch it because this is big money. By the way, two Indian drug companies report that trials of Merck's mono, their new drug, found no benefit and are going to stop. Just thought I'd let you know. Two Indian drug makers in the trials for their generic Merck pill for moderate use with those that have COVID. Just thought I'd let you know that. But hey, don't worry. We're going to keep pushing it anyway. Congress, yeah, they can get ivermectin for their staff members or family members with COVID. We're treated by a colleague, he says, over the past 15 months with ivermectin and other protocols. And he says none of them gone to the hospital, just saying. Yeah, there you go. Welcome to follow the money. Now, I say all of this to remind you of the guy that you're supposed to trust, that the government says trust, and that is a guy by the name of Dr. Fauci. And there's these new revelations that's starting to trend, even though they're trying to stop it from trending all over social media, of cruel experiments on puppies that were killing them and lying about gang-of-function research. Hashtag arrest Fauci took off on social media after it was revealed that Dr. Anthony Fauci's Division of the National Institutes of Health partially funded cruel experiments on dogs, puppies, allowing hungry insects to literally eat them alive. The demand to fire Fauci also follows last week's NIH letter to Congress revealing that it did, in fact, fund gain-of-function research contrary to Fauci's claims to Congress. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time... 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got to go back to the attack on Joe Rogan for a second. And you go back to the money. You look at guys like Fauci that you clearly can't trust. You look at the White House you can't trust. You look at the politicians that are taking ivermectin, and then they come after you. Has anybody released the names of all the Congress members that have taken ivermectin? When they got COVID-19, of course not, right? But this is big pharma. Save the members of Congress. Let them take whatever drug they want to, but attack anybody else that thinks outside the box. I, I, let me rephrase that. It's not thinking outside the box. You have doctors that are saying, we believe that there are certain things you can and can't do, and we are trying them to get people to save their lives when they have issues. That's what they're saying. That's a better way of putting it. And these doctors are doing everything they can to save people's lives. So let's go to this PR campaign because it was a PR campaign. That's all it was, a PR campaign to attack anybody that used a drug that Big Pharma, Congress, and the White House says you can't use. Remember, before it was hydroxychloroquine, that that drug was too dangerous to Big Pharma. Doctors were doing it, and they said they they were trying to fire doctors that were prescribing it. And then you have these pharmacists going rogue saying, we won't fill prescriptions for ivermectin now even though it's good enough for 100, 200 members of Congress. And Joe Rogan had on Dr. Sanjay Gupta from CNN, and I worked at CNN, and this is exactly what I expect from these scumbags there. I was a conservative fighting the good fight, but this is what they do. They take their marching orders from the extreme left and Big Pharma. Go look at any commercial break on CNN. What's up there? Big Pharma trying to sell you something. And they had a coordinated effort to attack Joe Rogan and lie about Joe Rogan taking a horse dewormer. And he got to confront Sanjay Gupta about it. Listen. 
horse dewormer is not a flattering thing. I get it's that. It's a lie. It's a lie on a news network, it, it, and it's a lie that's a willing. That's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah, they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Well, the FDA put this thing out. You saw that. Did you see that thing that the FDA put out? What did the FDA put out? <laughs> it was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. They said, you are not a horse, you are not a cow, stop taking this stuff, or something like why that. Would, why, why would the FDA do this? Because it's follow the money. Okay? Follow the money. I'm going to give you another headline, which you will not hear probably anywhere else. You ready for this headline? Exclusive COVID-19 vaccine advisor to the FDA and the CDC attends a Wuhan conference featuring Chinese military researchers. I'm going to give you the headline again that no one else is going to give you. COVID-19 vaccine advisor to the FDA and the CDC attends a Wuhan conference featuring Chinese military researchers. That's right. U.S. researchers, including those advising the federal government, the federal government on COVID-19 vaccination policy and those funded by the National Institute of Health attended a Chinese Communist Party virology conference featuring scientists from China's military and the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The ninth Wuhan International Symposium of Modern Virology, which took place September the 26th to the 28th, was hosted by State Key Laboratory of Virology at the Wuhan University. Among its speakers were several Chinese Communist Party's leaders, including the director of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention, George Gao, and the Wuhan Institutes of Virology's quote-unquote bat lady. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. She, whose controversial work focuses on the manipulation of bat coronaviruses for human infection, delivered an opening keynote address to the conference on the quote impact of 2019 new coronavirus mutation on virus pathology and escape. Seven additional speakers at the conference were from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, believed by many to be the source of COVID-19. The Wuhan Institute of Virology Scientific Journal was also a sponsor of the conference. In addition to a heavy Chinese Communist Party presence, American researchers, including those who work for the United States federal government, were in attendance, including Michael Diamond, Stanley Perlman, just to name a few. Stanley Perlman, who serves on the Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisories Committee, which is charged with advising the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, and on the approval of COVID-19 vaccines, attended the conference and delivered a presentation entitled Animal Models of COVID-19. Perlman, who has advocated for the authorization of COVID-19 booster shots, also serves on a CDC committee tasked with planning COVID-19 vaccine allocation. Perlman has also been a strong promoter of the, quote, natural origins, quote unquote, theory. Bringing the possibility that the virus was engineered in the in the Chinese Communist Party one run Wuhan Institute of Virology as quote his words impossible. We know that's a lie. He was also a member of the now disbanded Lancet Medical Journal COVID nineteen Origins Investigation Committee, and he signed the infamous Lancet COVID nineteen statement, which 
prematurely debunked the virus tracing its origins to the Wuhan lab. Also speaking at the conference was one of the top guys, Jiaming, who served as a senior investigator at the U.S. National Institute of Health, the NIH. In fact, he received the NIH 2010 Award of Merit, along with a director's award from the NIH's National Cancer Institute. Fauci's guys hanging out in Wuhan, same guys that said it was impossible for this to come from a lab, same guys that lied about gain-of-function research, and this is where your dollars are going. You're welcome. Also addressing the conference were several Chinese military-linked researchers from institutes including the Chinese People's Liberation Army, the Naval Medical University, and the Military Medical Academy, and the PLA Academy of Military Sciences, all part of the Chinese military communist government. Quote, the purpose of the conference is to discuss the main scientific issues and research, hotspots of virology, exchange the latest research results and research ideas, display new methods, new technology, and new products. Did you hear that? New products for the diagnosis and prevention of viral diseases and treatment and promote the exchange between Chinese scholars and international counterparts. That explained the event's promotional website video before emphasizing that the, quote, exchange and cooperation between the two countries that promote the development of virology research in China. Nothing to see here, folks. Just follow the money. So demonize anyone who uses any drug, including the doctors, and threaten their lives and their livelihoods if they give anything out that we don't say that you should be giving out that includes hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, or anything else. Members of Congress, you're good. You can you can take this crap. We won't out you. Proved. It's not like you are using your own judgment. You're using the judgment of a medical professional, which is what they've been yelling for a year and a half. Listen to the experts. Well, not only that, I listed off a laundry list of medications, and that's the one they focused on. Right. I said I took monoclonal antibodies. I said I took prednisone. I said I t took z -Pak. I said I had IV infusions of NAD and of vitamins, and I also took ivermectin. I mean, it should be no surprise. I had Dr. Pierre Corey, who is one of the doctors from the frontline uh, critical COVID care group that has been treating people, including, by the way, 200 congresspeople have been treated with ivermectin for COVID. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Holy crap. Google that. 200. I believe you could probably find it in Dr. Pierre Corey's uh, Twitter page. Yeah, be before there were vaccines, this was a common treatment, an off-label treatment for COVID. Now, I do not know what the motivation for demonizing this, this particular medication is. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist. But I would imagine some of it has to do with money. The reason being is that it is a generic drug now. They've, the patent has run out. So anybody can make it. And it's worth like 30 cents a dose. 30 cents a dose. That's all you need to hear. Just 30 cents a dose, and you're going to understand why ivermectin is public enemy number one of big pharma. That's why. I'll say it again. If you're angry about how Fauci uses puppies, just wait until you hear how he uses COVID vaccines on your healthy children. Liberals will be more enraged over puppies that Fauci's Science is responsible for killing, not the humans. That's a true statement. Arrest Fauci is trending on Twitter as doctors face criticism for controversial virus research 
and the killing of dogs. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. Fauci's agency admitted to funding Wuhan lab experiments. Now, we know that. A top NIH official admitted in a Wednesday letter that U.S. taxpayers did fund gain-of-function research on bat coronaviruses in Wuhan. That is, a com- that is a complete contradiction. And the lies of Dr. Fauci are being exposed. But if you want to trust Dr. Fauci, a guy that tortures dogs to death with your kid's health, go right ahead and do it because you're as crazy as he is. You are as insane as he is. But I'm not trusting that dude with my kids. Call me old school, folks. Am I saying that ivermectin is the only drug out there? No, of course not. But the, the idea that the only drugs that you should take to treat COVID-19 are new drugs that are being created and cost an insane amount of money where people are getting rich, it d- defies logic. We should look at everything, and everything should be treated equally, whether it's old or new. It shouldn't only be the stuff that's going to make people a bunch of money. And all these members of Congress, the 100 to 200 of you that have been treated, and then your family, and then your kids, screw you. Meant with love, but screw you. You guys are scum of the earth. I hope every one of you will share our podcast on this and make sure that more people hear everything I just told you today because you're not going to get this basically anywhere else. Please, please share it and get the word out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.